Ecclesiasticus 3 19 to 21, 30 to 31, Luke 14 1, 7 to 14. It's very appropriate that our word today focuses on pride and humility, as today is the feast of St. Augustine. Augustine had a lot to say on pride. Pride was the first and the deadliest of sins. It is the sin of Lucifer and Augustine believed pride was behind Adam's fall. For Augustine pride is hidden in every sin, and pride operates by being hidden. Most of us would not consider ourselves as proud people. We tend to think of people we would consider proud, but ourselves, not really. But to compare ourselves with others is in itself a mark of pride. And that helps us understand what humility is. It is not, denigrating ourselves or our gifts. Humility is not thinking less of oneself, as much as thinking of oneself less. It means I don't think the world, and everyone revolve around me and my needs. On an extreme pride makes one narcissistic. Humility is a state of the heart. It is to know ourselves for who we are. Pride is to exalt oneself or make oneself what one is not. When we are happy being who we are, we don't compare ourselves with others. We receive everything as gift. And we are grateful. The word from Syrac gives us a series of wonderful aphorisms on humility. Be gentle in carrying out your business, and you will be better loved than a lavish giver. Why gentleness? Because it comes with knowing oneself. I know I am finite. There are things I can and cannot do. Knowing this means I can be moderate, gentle, in how I treat myself and others. When we are inflated with pride, we overestimate our abilities. We can set ourselves impossible objectives, or at least those currently not possible. Then we condemn ourselves for failing our impossible task. I'm exuberant one day because everything is going right, affirming my inflated ego, then the smallest thing goes wrong causing my world to crash. I jump from one extreme to another, there is no moderation. One who knows themselves can be gentle, humble. They know how much they can stretch. Their success doesn't get to their head and their failure doesn't crush them. They know it was not all up to them anyway. But why would one love a gentle person over someone who is a lavish giver? Because they are not moderate, they can be wonderful one day and turn nasty the next. To know I am limited means I also know my need for God and others. I value people. When I don't know myself, I end up using others rather than valuing them because everyone exists for my needs. I can be generous for the wrong reasons. I need people to love and value me for my generosity. When I don't get the appreciation I think I deserve I can turn on the people I was generous to, yesterday. The greater you are, the more humble you should be. Muhammad Ali, the great boxer, said it's hard to be humble when you're as great as I am. Humility is not about disregarding our achievements. God is not envious of our success. He delights in us. But it's about how we receive all success, and failure, for that matter. Maybe we have achieved great things. Wonderful. But is it possible that our successes are not entirely because of our cleverness and skills? That in the path to our successes, the chances that have come our way and the people who contributed, we have been given a lot of gifts? That even our own abilities, which we take for granted, our cleverness, health, beauty, skills in business, social capacities and more, are gifts God has given us. We have developed them, but we didn't create them. To know that means we are grateful, even as we delight in our success. There is no cure for the proud man's malady. Pride prevents us from seeing our own faults. We don't think there is anything wrong with us. Which means we will not ask for help. We will blame everyone else for our problems but ourselves. Pride is blindness. The unforgivable sin in Scripture, LK 12:10, is really pride. Because of pride, we refuse to ask for forgiveness from God then God can't forgive us. God accepts the homage of the humble. God is delighted by those who are humble, 
because they are like him. Saint Teresa was asked by her sisters to teach them to pray and the first quarter she spent teaching on humility. Because without humility, she said you can't pray. The one who is humble offers what is true, of oneself. And God delights in the offering they make. But as it says in 1 Peter 5 5, God opposes the proud but graces the humble. This is a good one to remember, especially when we are on Twitter. God opposes the proud, even when they are right. His heart reflects on parables, an attentive ear is the sage's dream. Parables are mysteries. They are not like mathematical equations which have a particular method and one right or wrong answer. No, they take different shapes based on the one who is listening to them. Parables are about solving the riddles of our own heart. Which means it takes patience and the willingness to dig into oneself, where we might not like to look. Those who are proud cannot look into themselves, they are busy judging everyone else. And it is one who can wait, knows oneself, who can also listen. When we are humble, we are not busy judging the person before us. We are free to receive them as they are. And that's what makes for good listening. Think about the people whom you love talking to, who make you feel loved, and think why. They show love by taking time to truly listen, more than speak. And here we have why humility is so important. Humility is the essence of love. It is why humility is so dear to God, because God is love. Pride then, equally, is the vice which destroys love. Malcolm Gladwell, in his book Blink mentions a man who could listen to a couple talk about anything, and give an accurate assessment on their probability of divorce. What he was listening for was pride, particularly, contempt. Contempt comes out in snide remarks, passive aggression, sarcasm, rolls, and it is the end of any relationship. It meant there was no love anymore. I hope by now we all recognize it is possible that we are not entirely free from this vice. So, what can we do about pride? Let me just give three quick suggestions. Confess your sins. Today, hardly anyone comes for confession. And at least a part of the reason is pride. Pride cannot confess or ask for forgiveness, from man or God. If you want to overcome pride, confess your sins, and confess your pride. Learn to serve. Humility is a state of the heart but it can be learned. It is to do with thinking of oneself less, and others more. Instead of wondering how the person before me can fulfill my needs, think of how I can be of help to them. Practice listening. To attempt to listen, to especially those closest to us, whom we tend to take for granted, is the perfect ground for training in humility, in love. Give, thanks. Finally, gratitude. It has to be practiced. How much time do we spend thanking God for the good things in our life? That we are still alive after COVID. That war is not my reality, like others in the world. Can we really take these for granted? And what about so many gifts that are specific to us? Giving thanks to God makes us aware that He is working in our lives it gives us the confidence that when things are dark, we are not alone. We can have confidence, because God always delights in the homage of the humble. (laughs) 